Hey, my whizzes. Welcome to episode 160 of the Food Biz Whiz podcast. In today's episode, I'm summarizing a topic that we talk about week in and week out inside of Retail Ready. This idea that everything is negotiable in the world of wholesale including your broker, your distributor, and your retail partnerships, and how important it is to get super clear on what you personally can and cannot commit to in those partnerships. After all, you are the one who has to execute on those agreements, so you have to make sure they work for your brand in the first place. If you think that you are beholden to the demands of co-packers, brokers, distributors, and retail partners who are asking everything of you, but that you are getting very little in return, this episode is for you. Let's get into it. I'm Allie Ball, former grocery buyer and retail store manager turned wholesale consultant. In my role on the retail floor, I saw delicious values-driven brands fail on our shelves simply because they didn't understand the behind the scenes of wholesale. I created the Food Biz Whiz podcast to give you hard-to-access insight from my career in the food industry and the tools and strategies to help you succeed on retail shelves. If you're a committed food founder who's looking to create and grow a packaged products business that positively impacts our food system, puts wealth back into your own hands, and employs members of your local community, you have found the right podcast. Let's do this. Before we get into this episode, I want to invite you to increase your revenue with us in the next 30 days with our September sales sprint. We've all heard the messaging right now, control your costs and secure your supply chain. But what about that other side of running your business? That is ensuring that cash is still coming in. That is exactly what we're focusing on inside of Retail Ready in September with our sales sprint. Join us inside of Retail Ready and you'll get access to four weeks of bonus calls and our additional support outlining a doable, realistic plan to help you keep that cash coming in. Ready to join us just in time for our September sales sprint? If you already know all about Retail Ready and you are ready to leap in, find our enrollment page and FAQs linked directly in the show notes. If you want more information about everything that's included inside of Retail Ready, watch our intro masterclass on growing your packaged food business, and you'll be invited to take the next step with us inside of Retail Ready. Find both in the show notes, as well as our full course outline, and then we'll see you at our September sales sprint. All right, my whizzes, here is what I see inside of our Retail Ready student community, week in and week out. Food founders post something like this. I'd be like, hey, Allie, (laughs) help me out. I'm signing on with a new small chain, and they want me to do free fills for all 12 of their locations with one free case per SKU. We're launching with them with all four SKUs, so that's four free cases per location times the 12 locations, so 48 cases of new product. I can't afford that. Allie, what should I do? I don't know if that sounds familiar to you. Or maybe you've been in negotiations with a new distributor and they're asking for 35% margin, which just seems way too high for you. Or you're exploring working with a co-packer and they want you to commit to producing, say, 15,000 cases at a time. And you are nervous because you know 
based on your data, that you can't sell that much before your product expires. Often when students post things like that, the 48 cases free fill, I can't afford it, what should I do? Question. It is accompanied by a sentiment of, of, uh, this feeling like your hands are tied and that you have to say yes to it. There's a feeling that the wholesale buyer or the retail account or the distributor, the broker, whoever has all the power in the relationship. If you take one thing away from today's episode, it's this. You have power in those relationships as well. You have the power to say yes, or to say no, or to renegotiate the deal, or get this, you have the power to walk away if it doesn't work for you and your business. We forget this in our businesses. We feel like we need those wholesale partnerships more than they need us. So we feel pressure to say yes, to get our foot in the door. And you know what happens after that? It causes financial and emotional stress, and ultimately, it was the wrong decision for the business. So what can you do instead? Well, it starts with really, truly understanding what you are and are not willing to do in your business and what you can and cannot afford to do in your business. Every business is different. Just because another brand can afford to do 20% off quarterly promotions doesn't mean that your business can necessarily afford to. And if you can't, that's okay. Or just because another brand goes all in on paid influencer campaigns doesn't mean that you have to suddenly copy that same paid ad strategy. You do you. We talk about this a lot in Retail Ready. You've got to build a business that works for you. When you blindly copy someone else's strategy or blindly say yes to all of those things that your broker, distributor, retail partnerships, co-packers, and on and on and on ask of you, giving up your power, you're building a business that works for someone else. Now, I know you might be here listening and think to yourself, Well, that's easier said than done, Allie. How am I supposed to negotiate with that retailer who wants the 48-case free fill? After all, other brands are going to give them that free fill. This is a good question. So the way I see it is that you've got three options here. So first, let's run through these. First, you could just do it. You could. This is the option that I see brands do the most. You are so eager to get on the shelf that you say yes and you try to find a a way to make it work or you justify it as an investment in your brand growth and you rationalize it to yourself that it's a business expense and you convince yourself that it's okay to lose money on that first purchase order. Now, I want to be clear. I am not saying that you should just do it far from it here. Okay. So here's where I'm actually encouraging you to pause and not just go down that path because you think you have to. So just do it. Yes. Is option number one, (laughs) but I invite you to consider two other options as well. So the second option you could negotiate. If you can't do the free fill, what can you do? What can you offer that retailer instead of a free fill? 
This is where you get to be crystal clear on what you can and can't afford as a business and offer something else. This is the power of negotiation. And I want to be, I want to be clear here, right? Negotiation is when two people come to the table and bring different options and agree on something together. So when that retailer is saying, Hey, I want 48 cases of free fill. If you just say no, that's not a negotiation, right? So we want to think about, okay, so you say no to the free fill. What can you offer? instead. So inside of Retail Ready, I use the magic phrase, everything is negotiable. And I offer that to you here as well. So it might be offering an introductory promotion instead of a free fill, or to run a buy one, get one for a set period. Or maybe you're offering negotiating a free fill on two of the four SKUs. Or maybe you offer to sponsor their staff holiday party with your beverages instead of a free fill. Or maybe you commit to doing demos or digital sampling programs or couponing instead of the free fill. Or maybe you have a promise of quarterly promotions down the line. There are countless things that you can do that you can negotiate. And it comes back to what your brand can and cannot afford, both financially and from a capacity standpoint. That might be physical capacity, that might be mental capacity, that might be uh, desire capacity. Maybe you just don't want to do something. And that's all valid, but you've got to be crystal clear before you go into those negotiations, what you can and cannot do. Okay, so that was option number two. You you can negotiate, right? So remember, option number one was just do it and find a way to make it work. Again, I invite you to reconsider that option. Option number two was you can negotiate, right? Like think think about what you can bring to the table, even if that even if their initial ask is not viable to you. And then there is a third option here. So the third option that I see here is that you can say no. You can say no and you can not negotiate. So this often shocks our retail ready students when I push back and throw this suggestion out there. If a partner, so whether that's a broker, a distributor, a co-packer, a wholesale partner, or anyone else along the supply chain, asks you for something that you simply cannot do, you have the power to say no. Now, I know it might not feel like that. It might feel like if you say no to the free fill, you're going to lose the business altogether. But here's the deal. That may or may not be true. That's not always true. We see it time and time again inside of Retail Ready. Brands stand up for themselves often after a little bit of coaching back and forth with me, but brands stand up for themselves and simply have that conversation with a partner explaining that as a young, likely self-funded brand, you simply don't have the capacity to say yes. And you know what happens? Often the partner says, okay, and then the relationship moves forward anyways. And if that partner says no, right? Thanks, but no thanks. Well, you are in the same exact position that you were to begin with. 
Plus, again, remember, it would be an unwise business move to do something that you truly cannot afford just because you think you have to. Let me remind you of this from my days as a grocery buyer and head of grocery. My job was to increase sales and margin in our department. I was heads down in category reviews and the P&L report week in and week out. As a savvy grocery buyer, and this, you know, I've worked in many grocery buyer capacities, but I'll say like my main one was in a really wonderful specialty store, family of businesses. We had multiple locations here in San Francisco who was values oriented, who was really in support of supporting small brands, who is a member of the Good Food Merchants Collaborative, really, you know, on, on paper and in practice doing all the right things. Okay. So, so there's that disclaimer, but as a savvy grocery buyer, I tried to negotiate with every new brand that I brought in. That is just what grocery buyers do. Even if you are a better for you business, right? Even if you are an empathetic grocery buyer, I'd ask for free fills, more margin, promotions, demo commitments, samples, and on and on and on. It was part of my job, a big part of my job, to negotiate and see what brands were able to bring to the table as we formed that partnership. If I didn't ask or if I didn't try to negotiate, I wasn't doing my full job. Now, when I say that, I don't want to sound sleazy here. It was my job to ask And it was perfectly acceptable if brands said no, right? But where it does get frustrating and where it feels inequitable is when brands and when you, my listeners, when you don't feel like you have the power to say no, right? That's the thing that needs changing. And that's why we spread this message so loudly within Retail Ready and here on the podcast. Everything is negotiable and you have the power to say no. You have the power to say no when it doesn't work for you. You do. You have the power to build a business that works for you. So if you say no, and in turn, that partner doesn't want to work with you because of your no, at least you can be confident that you made the right choice for your business. I know it's easier said than done. I know it's hard to walk away from opportunities in this industry. I know you've likely worked so hard to even be having these negotiation conversations. But I also know that you have to build a business that works for you, that works for you emotionally, that works for you physically, that works for you on paper. You've got to stand up for your business and speak out, potentially even walking away when something isn't aligned for your business. All right. So there you have it. Everything is negotiable and If that negotiation ends with a no, either from you or from your potential partner, you can handle it. I know you can. Let me know if this lands with you. I love thinking through negotiations (laughs) with our Retail Ready students, especially bringing my buyer perspective to the conversation. Like, oh, here's how we can get in that, that brain of the buyer. Here's what we can offer instead. So if you're listening and you've been going back and forth on something, Come 
and post in our student group if you're a retail ready student. I'd love to make sure that you are confident walking the walk and talking the talk in these retail relationships. You know this, it's my mission to help you find your footing and your power in the world of food. So come lean on me when you need support. I am here rooting for you. I'm here negotiating for you. Okay, my witches, that is it for this week. Next week, you're going to hear from Charlie again in another episode of Is It Worth It? Where Charlie, our VP of Student Success, talks through a current Retail Ready student's most pressing debate. So come tune in. Until then. You know the deal. Find me on Instagram at It's Allie Ball. Send me a DM or tag me as you're listening to this show or continue the conversation with us inside our Food Biz Whiz Facebook group linked in the show notes. If you're in support of building a business that works for you, reach out and let me know. We need more folks stepping up and holding their ground and negotiating what works for them. So help me spread the word by sharing this episode with your food founder community, and together we can make this change. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and I'll see you back here next week. Bye. Don't forget about our September sales sprint inside of Retail Ready. We are focusing on increasing revenue in less than 30 days, and we want you to join us. If you know that selling off the shelf is your next area of focus, What are you waiting for? Over 30% of our curriculum is focused solely on that. Plus with our bonus live sales sprint, you'll have everything that you need to keep cash flowing in, either by landing new accounts or increasing sales in your existing accounts. Skip the wait list, leapfrog the line, forgo the sales call, and join us directly on the enrollment page on our website. Or if you really want all of those nitty gritty details before you join, find the full course outline and watch our introductory masterclass to fully understand what we do inside of Retail Ready. We've supported over 1,500 food, beverage, and taxable grocery brands in every single category all around the globe inside of our signature program. And we are seeing double digit growth percentages for our food founders, even as the economy is unstable. It's time that you joined us too. And we would love to kick things off with you side by side in our September sales sprint. Find the info in our show notes, and we'll see you in there soon. Thanks for listening to Food Biz Whiz. If you're enjoying this podcast and the tools it gives you for growing your packaged product business, please subscribe so you never miss an episode. From one small business owner to another, I am deeply grateful for your support of this podcast, and I appreciate it when you share it with your fellow food founders, share it on social media, or leave me a review on your listening platform. Ready for more? Find out how we can work together at foodbizwiz.com. I'll see you right back here next week.